Happy Freaky Friday from the Podcast Daily. That over there is Bill Landis. I'm Austin Warden. Uh, if you don't know who this is, let's see. He's an Ohio State wide receiver. He's a Heisman Trophy finalist. He's, I would say, the Bolitnikoff Trophy favorite, but I'm not trying to jinx it for him. His name is Marvin Harrison Jr. We've not had him on the show. So, Marv, welcome. Thank you for your time. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Thanks. All right. Thank so, so by the time this is out, you're going to be on a plane to New York City. You've, you shared on Thursday in the Woody a story about being there with your father and waiting for some big news, and he didn't get what he wanted, but right. for, that still sounds like a memory that you have, and maybe you want a different outcome. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully, but definitely a full circle moment. Um, you know, seeing my dad even be nominated for the Hall of Fame at that time, uh, for me, however many years later to come back to New York and be a Heisman finalist, uh, that's definitely a special thing for the family. So you told us a story last year about it was either your dad's maybe a Super Bowl ring or mm-hmm. the jacket or both. Like you didn't want to touch it, wear it. Yeah. Now you might over the next couple of days, maybe you'll get something that he oh, never had. Right. Is, is there family? Hopefully, hopefully, right. Is there family bragging rights, trash talk about what you've got maybe coming down the pike for you? Uh, an award would definitely, definitely give me some bragging rights, even though so, so I have uh, the majority lead there with the Hall of Fame jacket, but uh, college war would definitely be a good start for me. Marv, when you find out that you're going to be, so it's like a quick tournament, right? You find out Monday night you're going to be a Heisman finalist. You're leaving on Friday. It does not leave a lot of time. No, it does to not. Figure out what you're going <laughs> to no, wear. Exactly. So how? What's that process? Been I've been scrambling <laughs> all week, really going to different places, trying to find some dress socks I just never had, some shoes and uh, some suits. So it's been real hard, but uh, I think we're getting everything under control now. You don't have designers lining up to put you on the red carpet. <laughs> I mean, the suits you had this year were just incredible. Yeah, those are all my mom's. I don't even know where she got them from. My mom was like, "Mom, this is kind of my idea," and. She kind of takes her own twist on it, but uh, I think we're going to have a much better, much better suit this time around. Had you, so this is going to sound like assault in the wounds probably or feel like it. Had you thought after the game, that's probably it. There's no way I'm going to be a Heisman finalist. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think um, not that that was kind of on my mind right. at the time of winning or losing the game, but um, I kind of knew I was in a conversation at the time and, uh, I probably was going to need a big game in that game and also a victory. So it would be a Heisman finalist, but uh, I guess it all worked out in my, in my favor there. Marvin, you were talking, we're not, I, I don't think Austin and I have much interest in sort of uh, badgering you about what you're going to do <laughs> after, after, after this, but you were saying some things about, you know, you, you have it in your mind that you guys haven't beaten Michigan there. You haven't won a Big Ten championship, but, but which I, I found interesting because you also said you're a big fan of college football, right? Talking about the guys who are finalists with you and like college football is kind of weird now. I think a lot of it is business, like some for the good, some, some for the bad, yeah. but I get like kind of an odd question. I guess it's sort of like generally like as a guy who's about to go to the Heisman trophy ceremony, like kind of the height of college football, perhaps aside from the national championship, just like, what does that mean to you as a guy who is a legitimate fan and a person who loves college football? Uh, it means a lot, really. Um, Heisman trophies, you know, always recognized as one of the best, best football player in probably college football that year and to be able to be uh, be there present as a receiver. I know how hard that is and I don't know the exact stats on how many receivers have been the Heisman finalists in the okay. past past uh, <laughs> 20 years there maybe, but right. um, it's been great and it's such an honor for me to be able to, to represent Ohio State and really zone six you know, as a whole that wide receiver group at Ohio State. Because of that track record with the Heisman, Marv, I, I wonder if when you got here, you were probably thinking more specifically about the Bolitnikoff. I don't want to put that in your mind or that you were thinking about an mm-hmm. award like that. But like, I'm sure in 2021 and that spring and being around Chris and Garrett and Jackson, like 
that that couldn't have been something you were envisioning for your career. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. And like I said, I was surrounded by so much talent in that room. I was just really hoping to just fit in at that point. <laughs> um, but no, it's been an amazing career that I've had so far at Ohio State. And uh, credit to you know, all my old teammates as well, but my teammates now. And uh, we're having Chris kind of mentor me and Garrett and having Jackson for two years has been a tremendous help. And coming in with Mecca and having Julian as well and Xavier and even like people like Reese Stockstell, just all, all these people to help me out has been really great. So when you think about, let's say two years ago now and those bowl preps and you knew or suspected maybe that opportunity was going to be different for you in the Rose Bowl. Yeah. I'm not, this is not about your decision. Mm -hmm. What was that month like? How was it different from before? The opportunity that you got, how significant was the Rose Bowl in that month for you on the journey here? Uh, it was very significant. Um, I think even the outcome of that game, uh, I kind of really feel like, okay, this is where I can do this now. I can play at a high level in college football. But Utah was a good team at that yeah. time. And I, I know they were banged up in the secondary, but to be able to go out there and you know have the game that I had, um, even though kind of thing got overshadowed by Jackson. <laughs> but rightfully well, there's so, an there's a yeah, good argument. Yeah, right, yeah. Rightfully, rightfully so, rightfully so. But uh, no, it was awesome, man. Just having seeing Jackson out there do his thing, and CJ he had six touchdowns. Uh, it was a phenomenal career uh, and game for both of all of us, you know, at that time. And, and just leading up to the game, I just knew it was my opportunity to go out there and uh, introduce myself to the college football world. Marvin, I know you know. Athletes are motivated by what, sort of whatever they choose to be motivated by. How much did not winning the Bolitnikoff last year fuel you at all this year? Uh, I would say it didn't fuel me as much. Um, kind of not like I've been there, done that kind of thing, but, you know, I didn't win. Uh, really all my mindset and goal was this year to beat the TNR and win a big championship. Uh, I think I kind of submitted myself as, you know, a player, um, you know, my sophomore year. And whether I won a Bolitnikoff or not, or not this year, was it going to mean – um, you know, as much to me as kind of like my breakout sophomore year, yes. but uh, it still would be definitely an honor to win the award. And like I said, it really would be all for Zone Six. I voted for you. Thank you. Appreciate yeah. it. Appreciate <laughs> it. You're not supposed to reveal that. So those <laughs> are that's secret information. All right. So the suit is lined up. The family is on the way. Is the monarch on the charter? Is there one rented in New York? How does this work? No, I won't be catching any passes. Okay. No, in New York. What are you going to do with 48 hours with no catching ball? Like that's. I don't think you've ever done that no, before. There's I no way. I haven't, but I think it's just a great time to reflect on all the passes I did catch okay. leading up to you know, all those many Saturdays you know, in the shoe and on the road. I want to ask you one thing that I did not during the season. Mm -hmm. I think where we were at, Wisconsin. You came into post game, the wrist was taped up, there was a brace on it. So uh, we talked about the ankle. He doesn't like to use the injuries as an excuse. Were you. Hurts. There were also like some drops in October. Like, what's going on with Marvin? Yeah. He catches everything. Was there something wrong with the wrist too? Yeah, it was my my left thumb. Okay, uh, it's getting better. Again, like I said, no excuses. Or anything. I didn't want you to have the yeah, excuse, yeah. and I wasn't trying to make one for you. But I, I'm like maybe. Yeah, uh, definitely was battling a lot of injuries this year. And uh, shout out to the training staff for getting me ready for Saturday as much as we possibly could. But uh, just battling injuries, you know, like like all football players do. But yeah, I had a little left thumb injury throughout the season. I kind of had to wear a brace on my hand in the game, kind of covered up with the glove <laughs> that you couldn't really tell that I had uh, a little brace on. But well, that's the other thing. I wasn't trying to give away your season. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. <laughs> all good. I have I have something I've been meaning to ask you, Mark. Mm -hmm. So uh, I went to Roman Catholic High School. One of the coolest things that ever happened when I was there was when your dad came back. He was like randomly in the hallways, just like signing autographs for everybody. It's very cool to see a fellow uh, Roman alumni in right. the building. 
don't you go to Roman, man? Why don't you, why don't you hook up alma mater? Why don't you go to the uh, prep? I think the prep at the time and still is one of the powerhouses in football <laughs> Philadelphia right now. And it's true. Just it's the true. national He's schedule, not, that, the national schedule that we get to play. Tell him. Uh, St. Just Prep, I think it's the, the, best, the best option for me there. Okay. He likes to he likes to come on the show and like talk about you or Kyle. Like, oh, well, <laughs> they they recruit, they cheat. They're yeah, like, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Like, that doesn't seem fair. Like, have Marv come to Philly? At least Marv is from the state of Pennsylvania. Ah, right. Thank That's you. That's, yeah. Because <laughs> Kyle, Kyle was not not, but it was all good. All right. Well, we'll see. Uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. has he talked plenty about it on Thursday, so we're not going to make him answer the same question that he already did, <laughs> and he's going to again later on Friday in New York, and then again on Saturday night. All I'll say is that he left the door open. Like you can have some hope if you're an Ohio State fan watching uh, the podcast daily. He says he's not made his decision. All you can do is take the man for his word, and yes. you don't have to keep asking him. Because I think probably here's my surest bet: when you decide, you'll probably let us know. Not us specifically, the world. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. It will definitely be known uh, first to my coaches. Uh, they'll definitely get a jump on it, and then uh, to the world once I know the time is right. Yeah. All right. So that's it. Uh, we're, we're grateful for Marvin Harrison Jr. making a little bit of time before he heads on the road on the awards circuit in a busy December for him and the Buckeyes. So uh, we're going to come back with a little bit more talking about Ohio State wide receivers on Freaky Friday, but Marvin Harrison Jr. going to be on with his day. Thanks, Marvin. Thanks. Appreciate you guys having me. Welcome back into the Woody Hayes Athletic Center. There are no Heisman Trophy finalists left on the show. So well, don't sell yourself short. No, I haven't done it, okay. and I'm out of eligibility. Okay. And I don't think I was ever close to that guy in the middle uh, in any way, really. So. Uh, just now, Bill and I, and you look, I think what's interesting about this month, and you take Marvin at his word, I believe he's going to declare for the NFL draft. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that he's going to play in the Cotton Bowl. Those are my opinions. Those did not come from him, as you all just heard. We we asked him about that, at least indirectly. Um, he's answered it a number of times that he's undecided. He wants to go through the process, and outside speculation is just that. So what I say doesn't matter. What matters what Marvin says. But it's hard to imagine that this month isn't really important for the rest of Ohio State's wide receivers the yeah. way it was for him two years ago. Absolutely. I mean, because, you know, Marv has his decision to make, and we're still awaiting a decision for Rebecca Abuka as well. It could very well play out that Ohio State is, is looking at three brand-new starting receivers when it plays in that Cotton Bowl with Julian Fleming's transfer out of the program already. So, I mean, even, even if that stuff hadn't happened, this would still be a really important time of year. For all those young receivers, but now not only are they going to get the extra bowl practices they would have gotten otherwise, they're probably looking at a significant uptick in playing time in that game, which I think makes it really interesting, right? That's I enjoyed that about the Rose Bowl a couple of years ago. Like if it was just Ohio State starters against Utah starters, would have made a great game, like entertaining, I'm sure. Maybe it would have played out exactly the same way, but I like having a little bit of a taste of what things can look like for the 2024 season. And it, it does certainly feel like we're going to get that with the receiver, uh, receiver position. Yeah. That one's pretty wild to look back on because it's like, I, and I don't know if it would be as easy this year for Ohio State. Like, okay, Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave, two first-round draft picks, are not going to play. Cool. Here's Jackson Smith and Jigba and Marvin Harrison Jr. Right. I mean, Julian Fleming is in the portal, and if I am correct about my wager, then Marvin Harrison's not playing. We'll see what Emeka Ibuka decides this month. I, I think there's a decent chance that Ohio State is able to, to get him back for mm-hmm. next year and to potentially play in the Cotton Bowl. But as much as we may think about the future for Carnell Tate and Brandon Ennis or or maybe Noah or Bryson Rogers, like they're, they're relatively unknown products, but the same was also true about Marvin going into the Rose Bowl. Yeah, we, I guess you're right. It, it does. Now it feels like we kind of knew what he was at the time, but we certainly, like he really had not 
played very much at all. They had that game, was it the Nebraska game earlier that year where Garrett didn't play, right? Um, I think he had either three or five catches. Yeah, it wasn't a lot. It was He was a relative unknown, as, as was Emeka at the time. Um, and these guys, yeah. I, I mean, I guess aside from Cornell Tate, I don't know if it's off the top of my head. Maybe it's possible Carnell Tate has played more than those guys did uh, going into that to that Rose Bowl, but but certainly there's not a ton of production there. Brandon Innes, we kind of only saw flash at the end of that Purdue game. Had not seen really any of Noah Rogers or Bryson Rogers or even the second or the the class ahead of them, the guys who were on the roster too. Like Keon Grace has been on the availability report for most of the year, and Kojo Ansley hasn't really played either. Like, there's a lot of opportunity there. It's not just for the the freshmen this year, although I think we expect them to get to get the bulk of it. It's really. Anybody in that room who feels like they haven't gotten much of an opportunity yet, this this is your chance to kind of go out and grab it. Outside of the wide receivers, and, and obviously we've talked a great deal about the quarterbacks, is there any other position that you're looking at? That, like, obviously we need to know at some point what the decisions are going to be, whether that's opt-outs or you know returning and turning down the NFL. Mm-hmm. So if, in some ways, like this may be a better conversation for next week, but I know that other people had asked about asked me about this and on the board at OhioState.Rivals.com or tech subscribers, anything like, well, are there other people that we could see in this game? And the only other, the, like the first one that comes to mind for me would be Dallin Hayden. Yeah. And, and like, I don't really know that that's the case for any spot on defense, but like, it seems like it's all about Ohio State's offense. Yeah. Running back is probably the next place I would go. Um, Cause even linebacker, like Tommy Eichenberg has accepted an invitation to the senior bowl. That doesn't definitely mean he's going, although we, we assume that he is after being here um, for five, he's been here five years now already, right? So, but even even with that, he still strikes me as someone who like would want to play in the Cotton Bowl, right? So, so maybe he doesn't play as much, and you get to see more of like a CJ Hicks or or a Gabe Powers. Um, same thing with with Steel Chambers. We don't know what he's going to do. So maybe that's another spot, but I don't know. Corner, depending on what like Denzel Burke and Jordan Hancock decide they want to do, but a lot of that's still up in the air. I think the one that is that feels pretty clear right now because the room is kind of blown up in the last couple of the couple <laughs> days is, is running back. So I, I do think we'll see a decent dose of Dallin Hayden in that game. Yeah. Almost has to by default. Yeah. Like, even if Ohio State got good news, and that has not been determined yet from Travion Henderson, uh, at least not from his mouth or from anyone that we've talked to in the Woody, you wouldn't ask him to go play in the Cotton Bowl and take 30 carries. Like that, no, I would hope not. That would be an insane decision. Yeah, I think you want to split that workload, and the and the bowl game does not affect Dallin Hayden's eligibility. For anybody who doesn't know that, the the four game rule is not applied to the postseason, so he can play and still maintain that extra year for whatever he wants to maintain it for. So, I think you would see him, and like it's a right, it's a two man running back room right now. because yeah. because <clears throat> in any other normal circumstance, just because Mayan Williams declared for the NFL draft, you you could still play in the Cotton Bowl. Lots of people do, but he had a season ending injury, so right. That's not an option. Evan Pryor's in the portal, and Chip Trainum uh, made his decision on Wednesday to enter the transfer portal. Uh, any of those people have the right to remove their names, but once you get down that road, it's been pretty infrequent that that happens, like yeah. almost uh, one in a thousand. I guess that opens the door for Xavier Johnson running back work in the Cotton Bowl, right, which then in turn perhaps opens some stuff up at receiver for perhaps a Brandon Innes. Um, playing in the slot, which again is is exciting, but yeah, moving moving pieces on offense, with, uh, starting with quarterback, obviously, perhaps a little bit more stable on defense as we await some decisions. Yeah, that's that's the holding pattern there for Ohio State. They are going to celebrate a little bit this weekend the accomplishments of Marvin Harrison Jr., who we greatly appreciate joining us on this Freaky Friday edition of the podcast daily. Next week again promises to be a big one. Buckeyes will be back on the practice field. We'll be back in here. Uh, I think probably Tuesday will be there. Cotton Bowl Media Day and, and maybe 
some decisions will start trickling in uh, from those NFL decisions, uh, NFL options as some of the draft feedback comes back from that board. We'll see. It's a busy month on a lot of fronts for Ohio State. We're going to try our best to cover all of it that we can. He's Bill Landis. I'm Austin Ward. Thanks again to Marvin Harrison Jr. Good luck to him this weekend in New York City and with the Bolitnikoff Award. Again, I'm betting on him to win after getting snubbed a year ago. We'll see if I'm right. And then we'll talk to you all again on Monday. See you then.